Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Today, I welcome guest Ramona Ramasat to the program. And before I bring her on the line, let me just tell you a little bit more about her. Ramona is a spiritual life coach and angel therapy practitioner and has been studying spirituality and metaphysics for over 30 years. Her greatest joy is teaching others how to recognize and trust their inner guidance so they can transform from feeling blocked and fearful of change to getting clear on their goals and taking inspired action steps. She's passionate about teaching women how to connect with their spiritual helpers so they can create a more fulfilled, abundant, and happier life and business. With her guidance and support, women uncover their purpose and move towards living the life they truly desire. Welcome, Ramona, to the Jam Sessions. Thank you so much, Creelin. I'm very excited to be here. I know everybody says that, but I really am. I, I'm, I'm like actually sitting here almost vibrating. So yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I'm so excited to have you too. And I, I love um, your background too because I have um, kind of dived into that world and have several colleagues who do similar types of work. So I'm just excited about what we're going to talk about today. Wonderful. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about your story and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Yes. Well, you know, you mentioned that I have been studying spirituality and metaphysics for over 30 years, and that really is the truth. You know, to to quickly talk about my story, we do have to travel back to the time when I was probably about 11 or 12. And it was so weird that I was just always drawn to, you know, books on metaphysical subjects. Um, I've always been a voracious reader, but around that time, I just, it was almost like I couldn't get enough. And it was funny because the big outing for us, you know, at that age was to go to the public library. (laughs) um, But, you know, we'd stop and get a burger on the way, make a whole day of it. But, you know, we'd go down there and my friends would all be coming home with these Judy Bloom novels. And I would Mm -hmm. be off in the stacks. You know, looking at these these books, like I said, on metaphysical subjects, spirituality, I, I couldn't even take them out. You know, I had to read them in the stacks kind of thing, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and then further from that, I think it was about the age of 12, I was doing astrology charts for my classmates. And I recall in high school doing a speech on astral projection that apparently was wow. the topic of conversation in the teacher's <laughs> lounge, as my uh, English teacher later confessed to me. <laughs> and and then as a, as a young adult, I just started working with some oracle cards, you know, whenever I needed answers for questions. You know, there's always the big ones that come up, you know, my love life, what's going on with my career, you know, health. And I was always amazed that they just pointed me all the time in the right direction. And I just, I loved studying this stuff, but it never crossed my mind that it was actually what I was supposed to do. You know, unfortunately, like most kids, you figure, oh, I've got to go off to university and get a real job. (laughs) So I actually started a career in public relations. And from day one, I, I suffered from workplace bullying, lots of toxic work situations. You know, I would just wake up every morning uh, just in dread, you know, at the thought of facing another day. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Devil Wears Prada. Yes. 
But I actually have had two bosses like that. So it was, yeah, it was just like one thing to the next to the next. And, you know, finally my husband said, you know, maybe this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. And talk about light bulb moment. I actually could almost feel a light bulb above my head the minute those words came out of his mouth. But um, fortunately, I kind of dodged you know, that bullet of figuring out, okay, so then what am I supposed to be doing? Because it was around that same time that we were ready to start having our family. So I became a stay-at-home mom. And while I felt very blessed to be able to be home with my kids, I just couldn't shake this feeling that there was something bigger that I was supposed to accomplish. And that really weighed on me. It was sort of like it was I was so compelled to do something but couldn't figure out what that was. And With that, I had a lot of guilt about not being truly happy being a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And that really spiraled me into kind of what I call the dark night of my soul. And I just remember sitting one day, you know, with tears streaming down my face and just feeling really invisible and lost. And very shortly after that, I noticed that every time I would glance at the clock, it would be 111 or 1111 mm-hmm. or 511 and all these 11s. And I thought I was kind of going nuts a little bit. <laughs> and I asked my husband, you know, do you see this? And he kind of just gave me this look. And so eventually I learned that those numbers are really a sign. You know, it was a sign. The universe was trying to get my attention. And it took me a bit to kind of put everything together, but uh, eventually I I sort of figured it out. And and I'd had two very, um, I would say, life-saving angel encounters a few years Mm -hmm. before this. And so I always knew that we kind of had these guardian angels who watched over us, but what I didn't know was that they actually can and want to help us every day. And when I figured that out, my life just went, you know, complete 360 Mm -hmm. and I started studying everything that I could about angels I studied with Doreen Virtue and I became one of her certified angel therapy practitioners and the more that I learned and I really reflected on it just became so clear to me that I was being divinely guided and that my purpose really involved teaching others how to connect with their spiritual support team and inner guidance and so that's exactly where I'm at today but trust me there was definitely a lot of work involved (laughs) there always is yeah in getting out of my own damn way to get to that point and for me that largely revolved around fear you know fear Mm -hmm. that stemmed from starting this brand new career in midlife and especially with it being a career that you could say wasn't the norm right Mm mm-hmm So going through that, I really had to uh, kind of come up with my own mind hacks, if you will, um, to really bust through that fear and help me move from, you know, kind of that drab life where I was to the fab life that I am living now. Ooh, drab to fab. Yeah. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so fear is a huge one. And it, you know, is. it pops up all the time. Oh my goodness! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, I knew. I, I as you were talking, I'm like, she's studied with Doreen Virtue. Like I just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if, if any of my audience um, has looked into Doreen Virtue, but she has. Uh, every time I come across number repetitive numbers, I look up her. She has a book about the num- meanings of numbers, and so I'm like, oh. So I know exactly what you're talking about there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's funny. Like the more you talk to people, it's not such a a one off. Like a lot of people do get these number sequences that they constantly see, and and uh, it's pretty cool. Like you said, when you look up the meaning, it's very on point. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really is. And you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi, that's exactly, it's almost like you kind of intuitively have a sense that that's what it is, but then to see that confirmation. And I forget what they are all the time, mm-hmm. what the numbers are. That's why I have to always look them up. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's amazing that the messages that you get within there. And I also have deck cards too. And it's something that I don't do a lot with other people. You know, some, like in my personal life, I will do readings for people that I haven't, I haven't brought that into my professional life either, but I do a lot of it personally for myself. So I have several Oracle card decks um, that I use as well, and for that same purpose is that that guidance and and also asking questions about you know next steps, like you know next right. steps in in various parts of my life. So I, I'm so excited to to talk with someone else who does that because it is kind of one of those hidden. <laughs> The more I talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, I have so many people in my circle who do this, but we don't talk about it. It's very interesting. Right. And what I love about the cards is, you know, we all have this inner knowing. We do. And we just sort of, it's not a a skill we need to achieve. It's something we just need to remember. Mm -hmm. But what's great about the cards is it gets us out of our head because a lot of times people have an inkling about, you know, they're being guided to do something, and yet then the head kicks in and will kind of talk you out of it. Or people will think, well, am I just making this up because I really want something? And then it's all (laughs) like, you know, you could sit there and have a whole conversation in your head for hours, right? So with the cards, it kind of takes everything out of your head. It's external. Right, and the message is the message, and yet people do they they flip that card over, you know they might say, "What do I need to know today?" and they flip that card over, and it's very apropos, and they're like, "Okay, then you know, and then then they don't question it so much you know you, it's funny you say that because as you're saying that, I'm thinking of myself, and i'll I'll to flip a card over, I'm like, I don't want to hear that today, give me something else." <laughs> Yeah. Or what else you got for it? You know, because it's like, oh man, I just I'm not I'm not in a place where I could deal with that today. And right, I'm focusing right. on that. So, and it's funny because it is. It's not. Um, uh, it, it's not a fixed thing. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Where you know where where and like you said, you, your thoughts kind of have to get out of the way because you're randomly pulling cards and. Um, you get what you what you need to hear, whether you want to hear it or not. And that's exactly it. When I do readings for people, I say, you're going to get exactly what you need. It might not be what you want. <laughs> and they kind of look at me funny, but by the end of it, they totally get what I'm talking about. They're like, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah, no, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned well, that you developed some mind hacks, and I kind of like dove in there because I loved your drab to fab thing. So did you have any mind hacks that you wanted to share? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> good one. Um, where do I start? No, the, the, well, I'll give you a couple of them here and we'll see, uh, you know, how, how much we want to delve into this. But, um, for me, the biggest one, like the really, I would say the number one thing that really helped me when I was kind of at this crossroads of am I really going to go down this road and do this work, um, was, you know, I asked myself, what scares me more? Mm-hmm. What scares me more? And for me, that was a matter of, you know, was it being 
uh, in this place of beginning a spiritually-based business in my 40s and coming out of the spiritual closet? Or was it not following my heart and continuing to feel stuck and unfulfilled for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. And at that point, the thought of spending one more day in the life that I was living at that time, it scared the pants off me. You know, I was I was really at that point of being sick and tired of waking up, feeling sad, disappointed, unfulfilled, disconnected, all of that. So when I kind of, you know, put it to the test and said, okay, you have to choose right now. Is it going to be going for it or is it going to be staying stuck? That's when I decided I have to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can ask yourself, you know, if you're kind of at this point between do I do this or do I do that, ask yourself, which scares me more if I do it or I don't do it? And it's so appropriate. You know, we do that all the time. What I find is people do that all the time in their work life, um, but they have a, a more difficult time translating that type of thing into their personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least that's what I find with the people that I work with. And it's it's such a simple question, and um, and and that's what you know. People like you and me are there for is to kind of hold gently hold the mirror up. <laughs> Yeah. Ask some questions and see what happens. So, right. <laughs> because you know we're just like you said, we kind of all have it in our in our in our knowingness, in our um, our intuitive sense. Um, but you know the reality of that is so different, and it's it's what I find it's a, and that's a it's a simple question, but it's so powerful. You know, and and I, I love that that was the turning point for you because that's certainly been a question that I've asked myself, and I've had the same reaction as you because I've I've changed careers a couple times in my uh, I'll say young life, and <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's always about that that crossroads, and that's the question that comes up for me too, and and I love it, and I love that you you put it so succinctly. What scares me more? Yeah, and then the other realization that was huge for me was, you know, that this idea that nobody goes it alone, right? You know, that was mm-hmm. a huge lesson for me that I didn't have to do this all by myself. You know, if you look around, successful people, they align themselves with partners, mentors, coaches, assistants, you know, whatever it takes. And when I finally uh, really got out of my way and mm-hmm. acknowledged that some things were out of my realm of expertise, and I sourced help in those areas, that's when everything started to click. You know, I could finally focus on the stuff that I was good at and that I loved to do, and therefore I freed up all this other time and energy to have for my family and everything else. So, you know, something else I would encourage uh, the listeners, you know, if if you're struggling, you know, definitely reach out to others for personal and professional support, and you will mm-hmm. never regret it. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, especially for women, we have, I don't know, we have this ingrained thing that we we have to take the world on our shoulders, you know, and it's 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 like we a sign of weakness to ask for help. And so the faster people get over that and get over themselves, you know, they'll be they'll be doing themselves a big favor. Indeed, yeah, and I agree. I call it the superwoman syndrome, yeah. um, where we just feel like we have to do everything on our own, and um, that yeah, I like how you put that. That it, it seems like a sign of weakness to ask for help when really it's a sign of strength. Because the more vulnerable that we can allow ourselves to be, um, the deeper the gift from doing so. Right. Yeah. And 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 the other one I just want to share quickly too is the idea that you can always course correct. 
<laughs> right? You know, the biggest worry that people have when it comes to making decisions, and it could be life decisions, it could be business decisions, but it's they're always afraid they're going to choose the wrong thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that fear is so overwhelming that it actually creates a paralysis, and yes. people just end up procrastinating or simply not choosing anything. And so if... If anybody out there is worried about making the wrong choice, I want you to look at it this way. You know, you can always course correct. And if you think of being in your car and you're following the GPS instructions, you know, if you make a wrong turn, the world does not end. Right. The, you know, the navigation tool will, you know, that nice lady's voice will come on and say, you know, make a U-turn if possible, right, and and gets you back on track. And Oh, you have a British navigation, huh? (laughs) I don't, but I think in my head I think it is. I don't know. Okay, cool. But, uh, you know, you, you just, you have to make your decisions based on the best information that you have at the time and by always following your gut instincts. Mm-hmm. And if you end up finding out the result isn't exactly what you'd hoped for, then change course. You know, don't get so wrapped up in the thinking that you only get one shot at things. Yes. And I, what I tell people is that not making a decision is making a decision. And yeah. so that perspective shift often they're like, oh crap. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you even have to take resp- responsibility for the decisions that you kind of dig your heels into the ground and refuse to make because you are making a decision. And what we, what I, what I find people do, myself included, is when I procrastinate on making a decision, I full know well that I'm procrastinating on making it because I don't want to deal with it. Um, but it doesn't mean that, and it's also because I kind of don't want to take the responsibility of what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is that, you know, we got to put our, our big girl pants on. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Go for it. And I love that because the course correction, it's so, it's such a powerful thing to remember and to remind ourselves that, you know, no matter what path we choose, that's the right path for that time. And if things don't work in a way that is, we, that we like, um, that we can always kind of choose a different way. And, um, do you find though that people get stubborn, like when they like, okay, I've chosen this, I have to do it, I have to see it through? Sometimes, but I think deep down they have again that that knowingness that uh, you know it is okay to to maybe move on because I tell people you know life is shifting and moving at all times, nothing is static, so you have to be kind of willing to move with the flow of things, and if you're not moving and growing and changing, then you're stagnating and dying, and you don't really want to be in that position. So. Mm-hmm. You know, this this journey that you embarked on maybe so many months ago was a great idea at the time, but things always come up. So sometimes you do, need, you know, you have to have that flexibility. You need to course correct. And, again, trust that inner guidance that's that's telling you, you know, it's time to go down this road now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's a more gentle way of looking at it because I, I think people can get hard on themselves for, thinking that it's supposed to be a certain way and then when things don't work that way or you know life happens and and things mm-hmm. happen that derail us or derail yeah. the process and i uh, you know i think that the real lesson in that is is the flow and the ease because when we're really going after our calling or what we we feel like we're meant to share it's not supposed to be hard um 
and difficult, and and it's supposed there's supposed to be an ease about it. And I think people mistake that for um, everything is supposed to always come easily, and it doesn't. I mean, we have to we have to work towards our goals, and we have to pair our intention with action. I'm getting off on such a tangent here, but you know that's what I'm okay. letting share. <laughs> that's what happens. Um, I do it all the time. <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I'm divinely guided now. Okay, I got it. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it's it's just I, I think that we need to be gentle with it and realize that the resistance that comes up is, is and this is my experience, is typically our – you know, our our wanting it to be a certain way, our expectation. But when we can start to go, okay, well, it, it's okay if it's different, and how about we explore this route? And then there's an ease as long as we let go of that expectation. Uh, you know, I love that, and I'm so glad you raised that point because, um, you know, back in May I had the privilege of hearing Dr. Wayne Dyer speak mm-hmm. at the I Can Do It conference here in Alberta, and I'm just so still stunned about his passing. But just thinking about that, you know, during his talk, he referenced Lao Tzu, that the ancient Chinese mm-hmm. philosopher and poet, and with the quote, you know, we are all doing nothing, we are just being done. And since that point, those words have really resonated with me, it, because it's just been such a huge theme this year. And, you know, like I said, like you said, you know, strive as we, as we do to get it right, we ultimately get there quicker when we just resolve to let go and merely follow that guidance that we've been given. You know, we get so caught up in how things are supposed to be or how they should look that we really forget to go within and feel if that even makes sense for us anymore, right? Right. And for me, I remember I was at this point, I was trying to help everyone and, I, and, and you know, do all this stuff. and. I kind of realized I needed to take a few steps back and, and kind of say put my Dr. Phil hat on and, and ask myself, how's that working for right. me? Right? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, along the same lines of quit striving, um, I've really learned, too, that whatever we chase runs from us. You know, when we chase mm-hmm. money, it's not there. When we chase love, we can't find it. When we chase happiness, it's always one step ahead of us. And nothing likes to be chased. It is a frightening energy. And it, it goes along with the saying of, you know, what, when you fight against something, it means you're pushing against that. And it's like that saying, what you resist persists. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you're chasing down the right opportunity, the right business move, the person, et cetera, et cetera, it implies that you are, you know, you have to force it to be with you, and, and that's not a good place. So it's much better to do yourself a favor and just surrender already, right? Yeah. <laughs> and as you were just saying, you know, allow, allow, allow yourself to be guided to where it is that you need to be. We are choosing nothing. We are, you know, we're being done, as that quote said. So. The best way that I've learned to go about that is to really set my intention and ask, you know, God, angels, universe, whatever you want to call it, for what I want, then get really good at receiving the guidance that shows me how to get it, and then I make sure that I follow through 
on whatever that guidance is so that what I've asked for help with can come to fruition. But as you said, there is an action step that needs to happen, right? You know, um, a lot of people, you know, say, I set my intention, I'm I'm asking for such and such, and they think they can sit back and, you know, put their feet up and drink Starbucks and wait for the UPS guy to show up on their front porch and deliver that bag of cash that they wanted, right? Isn't that the way it's supposed to work, though? Come on. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice, I tell you? But, you know, the way the universe supports us and helps us is by giving us that guidance. So it's up to us to get really good at recognizing what that, how that shows up for us and then taking the appropriate action. That is the key right there. You know, and it is, and and I'm realizing that that, what I keep getting, um, called to from what you just said because I'm like okay here's a four-step process you set your intention you ask for what you want and then the third one is I think where people really get stuck is being good at receiving the guidance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we a lot of it you know and we live in a right I'm sorry a left brain world we live in a doing um, producing analytical that's just kind of where we are and so those of us who like to bring that right brain in, that intuitive sense, um, we we kind of have to master <laughs> the language. And so it's what I find is, you know, being a business owner is I'm constantly having to switch between the different sides of my brain and the different types of thinking because we, we're so, you know, used to being um, – Oh gosh, what's the right word? Conditioned to think, 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 do, do, do. But we forget to bring that feeling piece in. And so, you know, when I think that's where, and I'm just like having this epiphany here, like that's where people really get in their own way is that receiving part. Like, I think we're good at recognizing what we want. And sometimes we have to backdoor, like, this is what I don't want. But it's that, how do we get really good? at being open to receive the guidance and then to accept it for what it is rather than argue with it. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that the trick, right? But it's true, exactly what you said. You know, if you think of, and I always see this um, analogy when I talk to my clients too, you know, in nature, you look at nature, there is a growing season and there is a resting season. And like you said, we're so conditioned to always be doing, right? And But there is great purpose there is great reward in sometimes just stopping and being for a time you know to go within to really get a sense of that guidance and where your where your next step is you know and and you you're always going to be busy but you want to be putting your time and energy into the things that come from spirit that knows your path and purpose it's trying to keep you in track with that versus being sidetracked and putting all your time and energy into things that come from ego, which, of course, is all fear-based, right, and kind of tries to tuck you out of things, uh, you know, wants you to stay in your comfort zone rather than stretch and grow, which really is our true purpose. And so if you think about it, you're like, well, I'm going to be expending time and energy, so I I might as well be putting that time and energy into the things that are keeping me on track with my purpose, that are coming from spirit, that's going to lift me up, versus going down that other road. And mm-hmm. to be able to do that, you need to really stop sometimes and tune in, right, and get a mm-hmm. sense of that guidance so you can move forward on the correct path and put your time and energy into those things, like I said, that are going to move you in the direction that is for your for your best good. Yes, I love that. I think you just reminded me of something because 
my business has been in a period of growth and I've just rebranded and just like all these things I've been doing, doing, doing for months and months and months and months. Mm -hmm. And I just, um, you know, I have my own support. I have a coach and um, we work individually and then we have um, a, a group coaching program that I'm involved with. And on our last group coaching call a couple of days ago, I was like, I've done all this, I've done all this, I've done all this. And so their guidance to me was the same. It's like, okay, now you need to just stop and let it, you know, just enjoy the fruits of your labor. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, it's harvest time uh, right now. Just I know. and enjoy. And, I know. You know, and I want to mention this. So people sometimes wonder, you know, about being able to tune into their guidance. Guidance always comes repeatedly. So mm-hmm. here you go. You had them telling you that the other day. Here I am telling you it again. So this is like... Knock, knock, knock. Pay attention. (laughs) You mean I can take a break? What? (laughs) Well, you know, maybe not, like I said, you know, too long, putting the feet up and drinking Starbucks. But, you know, treat yourself a little bit, right? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah, there is, and, it is, and this is, again, the perfect time because we're getting into this sort of uh, period of hibernation, if you will, and mm-hmm. it is a good time to kind of just take a breath, relax a little bit, and to do a bit of a life review, which I have some of my clients do, you know, get a piece of paper and draw a big circle and kind of divide it in slices of pizza and label each of those slices, you know, my career, my health, my my uh, relationships, my spirituality, whatever, you know, the key components that make up your life. And then take those pieces as if you were putting them under a microscope, be brutally honest with yourself, look at those slices and see if everything in that area is is, is really, you know, jazzing you up, right? Is this mm-hmm. exactly what I want? And if it isn't, you know, if there's pieces there that just don't fit anymore, you really, you know, it's really not serving you in any capacity, you know, resolve to let those go to make way for the new and better to come in. And and this is a good time to do some of that work, right? To just be more reflective um and and to to, to kind of go within and do some of that. Absolutely, I love it. I I I thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Yeah, because you're right. I love that you said guidance comes repeatedly because I think um, we we can forget that and we can just take it for granted that these messages, you know, we get several messages. Because I'll wake up at the same time every morning for a few mornings and be like, okay, I see the numbers. I got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and or, or, you know, license plates or, you know, you just start to notice things and so it's it's important and i and i love that it comes repeatedly because that's the real sign is that it's you know and it's gentle at first and sometimes it can get a little bit more um i don't even know what word to use because i don't want to use anything harsh but uh no i know what you're saying like i had and i'll and i'll give people an example because this is perfect but i uh I, i was getting a lot of guidance too at one point i was going full throttle and i was kind of being guided slow down slow down slow down wasn't listening and i got a speeding ticket So it's like, there you go. That was like the literal how to kind of smack you in the face, you know, to show you slow down, right? Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, that's perfect. So I can't believe we're already out of time, if you can believe that. I know. It goes so fast. Yes, it does. So before we wrap up, I want to give you the opportunity to let, let the listeners know how they can reach you if they want to know more about what you do and all of this lovely metaphysical stuff. 
For sure. So I uh, I would invite listeners to find out more about me and my work on my website, and that's www.ramonarenesat.com, and I will spell that. It's R-A-M-O-N-A-R-E-M-E-S-A-T. So it's RamonaRemesat.com, and I and I uh, just want to thank everybody today for tuning in. And so I have a little gift for everybody, and it's my video series titled "The Three Essential Steps to Getting Anything You Want in Life." And they highlight some really simple yet really powerful steps that you can take if you want to actualize um, things that you desire. And that could be anything. It could be the ideal career, uh, dream home, perfect partner, optimal health, whatever it might be. And the listeners can pick that up at tiny, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com forward slash manifesting recipe. And I'd also like to invite everyone listening to connect with me if they feel that uh, limiting beliefs could be holding them back, if fear's getting the better of them, or if they're wondering if they're really in alignment with their true purpose. So if anything like that is getting in your own damn way, then <laughs> I would invite um, listeners to have a conversation with me, and I'm very happy to set up a complimentary call. And on that, we can just chat more about what's getting in the way and come up with a plan for how they can move out of that. And listeners can set that up by emailing me at Ramona, R-A-M-O-N-A, at Ramona Remesat, R-A-M-O-N-A-R-E-M-E-S-A-T.com. Great. Well, that's a lot of wonderful resources, and thank you so much for offering that to my audience. Well, again, I'm just very appreciative for everybody who's tuning in and listening. Yay! So before we completely wrap up, Ramona, do you have any last words or tips to the audience about how to get out of their own damn way? Yeah, you know, we talked a lot today about really tuning into the inner guidance and why that is so important. I could give you a thousand reasons, Mm -hmm. but I just want to share a quick quote by Oprah Winfrey because I think she just sums it up beautifully with this. So she says that one of the truths I trust most deeply is that we all have an inner voice, an intuition that speaks to us with the ultimate wisdom of the universe. Think of a time when you had to make an important decision. You gathered up all the information you could, you consulted the people you trust, but then you chose to sleep on it, or as I say, pray on it. I do that with every important decision in my life. I give myself space and time to listen to the voice inside. It is, I believe, the knowing voice of all that is greater than me, gently and lovingly moving me in the direction that is best. And all of my mistakes, and I do mean all, have come when I did not heed that voice. Do you get a physical sensation when something feels so right, like literally the hair standing up on the back of your neck? Do you recognize an indefinable feeling when you are in doubt? Those are the signals of the universe inviting us to pay attention. The whispers of wisdom are always there, helping us navigate our life's path. Listen, listen to the whispers. Know that you are activating grand guidance. Open up to the flow of receptivity to that innate guiding power, and you will access a calm, mindful presence that effortlessly reveals a clear sense of what you need to do. Wow, I love that. Thank yeah, so I, I couldn't. Parent. Yeah, I couldn't have said it as eloquently myself. 
Well, I yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I'm going to ask if you could just send that to me because I would love to have that. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, perfect. So thank you so much for being a guest on the Jam Sessions, Ramona. It has been my honest pleasure. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. Be sure to stay tuned for more wonderful, inspirational stories by powerful people who've learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions with Creelan Peters. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. That's www.krylyn.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. Thanks for tuning in.